everybody. Welcome to Nexus at Night, your uh, weekly, except for last week for some reason, uh, Vanguard podcast brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nexus at night. Uh, but I'm not those people. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt, and I'm the reason that there was no episode last week. I'm Root Beer. I was just too lazy to do the episode last week. Hey, you weren't the only reason there was no episode. Part of it was I was watching uh, Formula One Drive to Survive. So. Oh, I Shout out to my sister Phoebe for turning me on to that show. But So I heard it's finally here. Yeah. Um, it's here, it's here, it's finally here. Uh, D Booster Set 1, Genesis of the Five Greats, has finally been fully revealed, except for like a couple triggers, but who cares. Um, yeah, but like on Bushiro's website, we have the full list already. Yeah. So, so it starts with uh, the cover card. Byrena Valiente. Oh, he's like oh. getting into it immediately. Do <laughs> we want to say something? I just wanted to say uh, to those who haven't uh, been with us before, uh, we go from the uh, what are the highest rarity called? The oh, triple R's. The triple down. R's down through the double R's, and then any commons or rares that interest us. Okay, what about go. ORRs? I mean, I get. I think we're all just hoping they won't exist by the next set. So. <laughs> man losing games i can't wait to get knocked out of an event because i'm an over trigger it's gonna be great i'm gonna feel really good about it mm. <laughs> all right so uh, can we jump in now yes all right all right so the first card is a card i'm super excited about i'm actually stoked for this card it's uh virena valiente who's definitely not chrono jet dragon uh so it is of course a- not he's red yeah, it's it's, a, it's a red, so it can't be. It's definitely it's a great. Mm-hmm. Definitely not Victor either. Not right. at all. <laughs> it's a grade three overdress unit, and it can overdress onto Trickstar, or a grade three or less unit within the overdress state. So you could basically overdress on your overdressed Firena. Which, I mean, which is kind of weird, but you could do it. Um, it has a continuous that it gets power plus five thousand for each of this unit's original dress. So basically, like if you ride, if you have Virena on a Trick Star and you overdress this over it, it gets ten k instead of five. Uh, yes. And then auto on Rearguard Circle. This is really important. When the attack of this unit in the overdress state hits, counterblast one, discard a card, and stand this unit. It's totally not Dragonic Overlord either. So what's great about this card is it's probably 18k, like, normally, with Nirvana skills going to be a 28k restander, which is hitting a super nice number, because uh, 28 is guaranteed two cards. If you're on the Persona right turn, it's 38k on hit restand, and that's hitting two cards past a trigger. So this thing is just super beefy, super strong beater, and they really, really want to guard it the first time. And... It still can restand if you hit a rear guard. Which you're probably going to do as, like, a f- form of pressure, right? Like, you're almost immediately going after rear guards for that reason? Or Depends on how many counter blasts you have. Yeah. Correct. Um, I, I like that it basically has overlay units, so that's fun. Um, also, that, that uh, power buff for each uh, original dress is uh, all the time, right? So that's mm-hmm. defensive, too. Yeah, so notice when I said 28k, that was without a booster. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And every single clan has a 10k booster. This might make me build Dragon Empire. Dude, Dragon Empire is sick. 
I, I was already in on Dragon Empire before I saw this card, though, and we'll talk about that when we get to it. But, uh, uh, yeah, this card is super sick. Uh, really, really, really a big fan. On the other hand... Oh, does anybody have anything else to say about Virena? I don't have nothing else. I think you guys covered everything. Alright, on the other hand, I am much less excited about Heavy Artillery of Dust Storm, Eugene. <laughs> this is a... Remember when we were positive on this card in his own episode? Yes. Well... I, I'm positive on it f in the future. <laughs> it's a it's a it's it's a possible stonks card, but right now mm -hmm. it is uh, it is not good. And, I, and I'll and I'll talk a bit about why. And I hadn't seen all of the regards in the set yet, so. Oh, that's true. At the time, we hadn't yeah. seen everything. So we were hoping that he would get better regards, and then he didn't. Um, so. It's a grade three. It's the new grade three boss in, in this set. So it's the BTO one boss, and it has an act on Vanguard Circle. Once per turn, you can rest two of your rear guards, choose one of your opponent's rear guards, retire it, and this unit gets plus ten k. All right. Okay. And then it has an act once per turn. If your opponent's rear guard is retired this turn, if your opponent's rear guard not when, so it's just a condition that needs to be met. You can soul blast five. Look at the same number of cards at the top of your deck as your opponent's open rear guard circle. Choose any number of unit cards from among them and call them to Rearguard Circle and put the rest into your soul. So it could call up to five. Yes. Uh, but, you know, if your opponent has, you know, three open Rearguard Circles, which I assume will be the point a lot of the, a fair bit of the time, then this is Soul Blast 5, call three, maybe. Mm -hmm. Which is pretty good rate. And if you were, But you have to have retired something that turn. But even like then, it's like a decent rate, assuming the cards you're calling are pretty good. Mm -hmm. However, it does need a lot of support from the rear guards. Yes. And the problem with Eugene is that uh, the rear guard support just isn't there. And I think I think once he gets once like he can benefit off anyone's rear guard supports though, unless like they specific mention name. So there could be a point in the future when they print enough random rear guards for other people where he's just pretty good. Yeah. But right now I don't I don't I, there's nothing nothing doing. Yeah, like, columns aren't big enough, you're just not going to make enough pressure and very likely deck yourself out constantly searching three to five cards off the top of your deck. I mean, that's assuming you need to. Like, if the rear guards are good enough... You, you, you have to rest two to use his retire skill, you're going to need to use his search fairly often. It depends on how, how much the opponent is, like, screwing with your board. But, uh, well, yeah. Well, no, because you have to rest two to activate his retire and get his 10k, which you're probably going to need to mount what little pressure your deck has, at, especially at the moment. And mm -hmm. then, you know, so that's, like, needing to replace those two cards already, not to mention, we'll get to it later, but a lot of the support for Eugene retires itself or puts itself into soul. Well, into soul isn't that bad of a cost. Yeah, know? but it's still, like, um... You know, losing a card. Yeah. Yeah. The point and is, like, like right now, especially the deck just—the deck loses a ton of rear guards, so you have to constantly replace them, which oh. means you're blowing through your deck way faster than anything else. But guys, what about trigger thing? Yeah, never mind. Uh, this seems like a uh, pick it up for fifty cents and keep it in a drawer until it gets good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sounds about right. That's what I'm gonna do. 
Speaking of cards you'll probably keep in your drawer until they get good, Master of Gravity, Borrow Magnus, oh, the grade 3, 13k Persona ride. Uh, oh, auto skill on, on Vanguard wins unit attacks, counterblast 1, perform all of the following according to number of cards in soul. Uh, 5 or more, draw a card. 10 or more, this unit gets 10k and a crit until end of battle. 15 or more, both you and your opponent eat all of your rear guards and then you poop out two of them, and they get ten, plus 10,000 until end of turn. Matt, did you say something at the beginning there? Yeah, yeah. So what I said was, I was like, you're going to make some people mad with that one. Oh. <laughs> keeping a drawer until later. Yeah. Um, I, I really like this guy, and uh, uh, from what I heard of your, your testing with Chris, that he's just like, you can't really get to 15 reliably. You, dep- you can barely get to 10 reliably sometimes. Oof. Was that would you, was that after the great the great three? Yeah, the great three. That's yes, because sometimes you just don't find the great three. Oh, oh unfortunate. That is awful. Yeah, from what I've heard from a lot of people is that this card, um, uh, if it can hit fifteen, like on grade three, it's super good. Like you're in like mm-hmm. a you're in like probably a winning position, mm-hmm. even yes. with the minuses you take getting to fifteen. But if you miss, it's uh it it becomes very vanilla, or like very hard to uh to get there like being at 10 is okay but you really need the 15 proc to make it worthwhile yeah because like, people, are gonna, people will rush right. you down mm-hmm. once you once and, they see you're playing borrow they're gonna attack the shit out of you yep and like 10 is the bare minimum for the deck to even function so if you're just really unlucky and you ride a grade three with like nine soul you are so screwed yeah because yeah. like counter blasting for just a draw is like not worth it um <laughs> Unless you have some way to either, like, refund it or continue the combos. But having just be like, on attack, counterblast one, draw a card. I'm doing stuff. You're not doing stuff. Yeah. Um, I, yep. I, I will definitely pick this up and hang on to it, because uh, it's about as close to Pale Moon as I can get in D-Series. <laughs> so. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm probably picking it up, too, because I like darker regulars, but... Yeah, I think Borrow Magnus is just barely on the edge of playable right now. I don't think it's consistent enough to be considered good. I was already building Bruce from the start, so. <laughs> Which, speaking of, Diablos Boys Eden, who's a grade 2, continuous, rearguard circle. If you are in final rush, it gets 5,000 power. And if it stands this turn by a card effect, it gets critical plus 1. Oh, and then auto that. rear guard circle when this unit's attack hits, uh, counter blast one, retire one of your opponent's rear guards. I declare final rush. So, man, I like this card. Gains a crit for no reason. It's pretty good. Yeah, right. Yeah, this card, this card is pretty nutty. I don't think we need to say much more, right? Like yeah. you're probably like, the only thing is that like. What's up? If you're not in persona ride, it's only 15k, which can be a little small. So that's like the only thing about it. But if but... you're Final Rush and Persona Ride, you're I mean you're yeah, you're fifteen, but like with a with a you know, with the AK booster you're still twenty three, which is pretty bad, but mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, that's the only thing about this car is the numbers are kinda small, but I think you can work with it. I think yeah, the crit no. pressure especially because Bruce is a slower deck, the crit pressure is very important. I think this card is overall very good. And yeah, if sure. your opponent actually lets it hit, you can, like, 
Counterblast one retire something. It's not like you care about Counterblast that much anyways. Yeah, and the Bruce can mulligan pretty decently for the Persona ride, so it's not like... Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you're you're not looking for too many, like, certain pieces. You're looking for a couple here and there, like an upgrade twos and whatever. So, but, like, uh, so you just kind of, like, find it. put your hand back and hope for the three? Because there's, there's yeah. no, like, miswriting anymore, so. Right, right, right. And if you're, you and know, thanks- you draw your over-trigger as usual, and then... Yeah. And thankfully, there are enough cards that you can just dump Brother Soul in the garbage where it belongs. <laughs> no, that's in the Borrow Magnus deck. <laughs> right, of course. Oh, uh, never mind. You said that already. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. I need to start. I need to stop pooping on Barrow Magnus. The deck's actually okay. It's not as bad as some of the other decks. And it'll we'll, probably we'll it'll probably will... turn out all right. It's certainly the next time my turn comes around. I will have a long one. All right. Uh, so it's my turn again. Yes. Yes. Cardinal Deus Orphist. Um, boy. Uh, so this is a the grade th- the new grade three boss for Brandgate. So not the prison one. It has a continuous on van or rear. Uh, during your turn, if you if your world is Dark Knight or Abyssal Dark Knight, it gets plus five k, so it becomes an eighteen k. And then an act on van. If your world is uh, Abyssal Dark Knight, you can counterblast two, call up to three Shadow Army tokens, two rearguard circles. So they're uh. Tokens of 15k power and boost. So, basically, if you put one behind Vanguard, you've made a uh, 33k column for no reason. And you, but, and to get the Abyssal Dark Knight, you have to kind of uh, group together all these world cards that all require, like, a Soul Blast or something of the sort mm-hmm. to activate. And they, like, either draw a card or retire something. Uh, they're mostly uninteresting. Uh in the sense that they just do a small thing and then uh, sit there. Yeah. This deck is, like, surprisingly bad. Yeah, like, if... Needing 2CB to, like, be interesting and then, like, still not even be, like, super consistent feels awful. Like, the thing you said about the worlds, where you, like, play them, and then they just kind of sit there, that's kind of how I feel about Orphist as a whole right now. Like, you have the three Shadow Army, you can probably make pretty okay columns with them, mm-hmm. and then what? You just yeah, have you just these bo- 15k boosters, but... It's just not very not, dynamic. Like, resta- you're not, like, restanding anything, you're not gaining any crits or guard restrict. You have no way to win, you just have very big columns. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of this deck either. It seemed kind of cool to start, and now you know, now that I've like you know, see, see, done some stuff, it's it's uh, not great. Uh huh. Not a and fan. also, like, you're not even a hundred percent guaranteed of having very big columns. You could end up stuck at twenty five. Oh, the best. <laughs> twenty five yeah, so... good number, guarded by a trigger. <laughs> Rip. So yeah, this deck is just like. N- surprisingly bad. I would rank it pretty low right now, honestly. Yeah, it's down there with like your um, your Eugene. Like it's above Eugene for sure. Yeah, it's above Magnolia probably. Mmm, debatable. Uh, you can at least fight fight over a trigger. Yeah. Uh, but like, yikes! It is it is quite not good. 
Any, any comments, Alice? Um, I think if uh, the, once again it's just like the uh, the set is split between your TD bosses and your new bosses that you're introducing. It's just mm-hmm. kind of how it is at the beginning of any new like era. Everything just kind of feels like a pilot episode of a deck. Like they haven't quite <laughs> figured everything out yet. They're they introduce some stuff that maybe they're not going to keep, but for now they're like, "Fuck it, let's just see what happens." Um, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting to see just how which decks have like better TD bosses or like better new bosses, mm-hmm. because the the TD bosses have to be pretty sufficiently bad in order for the new bosses to be better. I think because you have you technically have like a set and a half of support for each of the TD bosses. Yes, uh, where you have one set of support for all the new bosses, which uh, so, really bums me out about Magnolia. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and yeah. some of them, Magnolia, uh, managed to be worse. <laughs> Even so. Don't hurt me more than you already have. <laughs> Alrighty, so the next card is Aurora Battle Princess Agrar Rouge. Uh, not Rogue, as I almost said. Mm-hmm. Uh, which has a, a... It's a grade 2 10k triple R, and this is for the prisoner type. And it has a guard, continuous on rear guard and guard circle. So if two of your uh, two or more of your opponent's cards are imprisoned in your prison, this unit gets power plus five thousand and shield plus ten thousand. You know this could say power plus five thousand and it would be the same card. <laughs> Why do you say that? But anyway, because the uh, I'll opponent... talk about it after when I discuss this oh, in a second. Oh, okay. So auto when this unit is placed on rear guard circle, you can soul blast one, choose one of your opponent's front rear guards, and imprison it in your prison. In your prison. So on play, soul blast one, prison something. Uh, and it has to be on rear, not on van, obviously. But, so the problem, and why I say the shield doesn't really matter, is because the rate to get units out of your prison is so efficient. Counterblast 1 to get two units out of prison is... So, here's my problem with Brand Here's my problem with the prison archetype in Brand Gate. It's that you have... You have, a, you have kind of a deck that gains an amount of temporary advantage by imprisoning your opponent's stuff. Right? Mm-hmm. Because you pay a cost to imprison it, and your opponent pays typically a cheaper cost to get it out. So you're losing, you're bleeding resources in that exchange. Because yeah. counterblast one, draw two is still pretty good, right? Yeah. So like, you're lo- you're kind of losing out of resources in that exchange. Like you're losing like a soul blast here and there, but you're not really gaining much out of that. Like out of that like d- temporary advantage. So normally in, in, in like other card games, you, the th- something you call a tempo deck is a deck that uh, basically will cost itself resources to gain a temporary, temporary advantage so that they can eventually um, like solve the game, like do something more powerful, like try to kill you before it matters or, you know, like basically build, like try to get to something before, that, before you can do something about it. Link Joker, mm-hmm. like the chaos variant of like locking stuff it was a good example of this. Like, cards like Neospatian Grandmal, right? Yeah. Well, like, you know, I'm going to use my normal summon to bounce your guy. Yeah, and but then, maybe like, it's an extra deck monster that you spent resources on, or whatever. Yeah. Right, right, right. And, you know, so, something something dumb like that, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, or, like, Compulse in ye olden days, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, like, you just don't gain enough with that temporary advantage in order for it to make it worth it. Yeah. 
And, like, the shield is cool, but, like, if your opponent chooses to get... Like, if you have three cards in prison, and your opponent's like, I'm going to counterblast two, get two out, this card no longer has an ability. They honestly should have made that second effect uh, when placed on rear or guard circle. Because then it's a disruptive tool. And the opponent can still get their stuff out. It's not like... Well, it... yeah, but it, you, you don't want to have it uh, bind, uh, imprisoning things during the attack step. For obvious reasons. Why? Because it messes with, like, Because it's the Denial Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> because it's Denial Griffin. <laughs> anyway. Eventually it's uh, going to happen. I bet there's going to be one. I just think the way the prison deck is structured, the whole, like, kind of, I think the prison deck is the worst deck of all ten. Interesting. And I think the, I think the design is just ultimately flawed. Not sure I agree with that. I do think, like, they get... Because of Snow's triple drive, I think they do unlock more advantage from imprisoning things. I think their problem is the same problem a lot of control decks have had over the year, or tempo decks, I guess, which is that not losing is not the same as winning. Like, right now, all they get are, like, extra cards in hand and very small amounts of power. Not enough to actually win games, so... You know, because they don't have a finisher. You can draw the cards you want, Eventually, you'll probably just run out. Mm-hmm. I think what Brankate needed out of this triple R uh, uh, really was just bigger B. Like, either in uh, Prison from Hand would be really nice. Because mm-hmm. there are there are already units with resist. Or with that can't be targeted. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a huge problem. You have the new great... They have the 10k in Dark States, which is obviously just relevant enough to be annoying. And then you have Trickstar. In Trickstar's case, though, I think it needed to have that to not... Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, uh, no, I think it's fine in Trickstar's case. I just think, yeah. like, printing it this early is kind of whack with... Like, I don't even know if... I, like, I don't even know if Dark States is going to play that card. Because it might not just fucking matter. It might not. Uh, it's probably Bruce not doesn't matter. counterblast enough to give a shit. Right. Baro Magnus, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but, I... like... Hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't see it. I think... If uh, imprisoning from hand would be kind of cool, but you also run into that balance problem that Nubatama had in uh, early Vanguard. I mean, not as much because you can get yeah. them back. That's true. You can get them back. Um, which that—that's what they ended up doing. Was that it was a temporary thing? Was you bind it face down, then you get it back at the end or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. The I love the art on this thing, but. Uh, yeah, there's got to be some sort of, like, more, more tempo besides just, oh, you get an extra drive check for all of the effort you're putting in. I mean, honestly, if this thing even just gained, like, 10k with power, not 10k shield, it would have made a huge difference in just, like, actually having some sort of pressure outside of Persona riding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because being 20k and then with any booster, 28k, that's two cards yeah, at least, and... yeah. I think Snow does draw a good amount of cards to survive, just can't actually end the game. What are you supposed to do with that? Mm-hmm. What if it was 5k and a crit instead of the shield? That'd be much I better. Mean, yeah, that would be much better, although compared to Eden, it would not have the advantage of being restood. Yeah. Well, it only gets a crit after it's restood, so. Yeah. Well, that's still, like, a lot of potential pressure. 
compared yeah. to just one attack with a crit. Mm -hmm. For sure. Well, you can only do so much. And again, pilot episode. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't we talk think... about good cards? Yeah, sure. But yeah, I don't think prison is necessarily the worst, but we'll get to that after we talk about the good cards. I am going to be so sad by the end of this episode. Yeah, you are. Uh, Grand Heavenly Sword Alden. So, grade 3, Persona Ride, 13k. Uh, when the team is placed on Rearguard Circle, Counter Blast 2, Soul Blast 1. Choose a card from your hand, call it. If you call it a grade 3, draw 2. And then, when it attacks, if you have 3 or more grade 3 units, it gets plus, plus 5,000 until end of turn, and it counts itself. Also, this it's not once per turn. It also counts your Vanguard. Yes, um, it does. This card is actually absurd. Yes, it is. This is mind-bogglingly good. This card does everything. Like, it it's draws cards. Mm-hmm. Like, it is a, a massive beater. It's 18k on itself. If you have a 10k booster, it's 28. With Persona, with Restand from Bastion, 38. Yeah. Also, like, or Bastion gives 2k, so it's, it's actually right. 20. 28, and then you restand with Bastion, and then it's freaking... With Persona... Then it's it's 33. Yeah. No, you could... You could, with Bastion, on your first turn, even without Persona riding, you can have two 35k swings with this card. It's so sick. Ew. It is absolutely ridiculous how strong this card is. So you, you guys got... You guys got tempo better than the tempo deck got tempo. Yeah, pretty much. Bastion is an insane deck. And, like, yeah. the big weakness of Bastion, at least, like, when we were seeing out of the TD, was, like, oh, okay, so it's going to have, like, sealed problems, right? Which it, I mean, which is, like, almost true. But, like, uh, well, there, there's random grade threes of shield in here. Spoiler alert. Yeah. And, yeah, like, this card, you draw this so many cards, you'll probably have a million triggers in your hand anyways. Yeah. I think this card is absolutely bonkers. Yeah, this card is ridiculous how strong it is. Every line of text on that card is good. I feel mm -hmm. so bad, like, uh, I, I was the one that did the roundup for this thing, and uh, we didn't really have a lot of reveals yet, so I was like, this looks like a resource drain, and uh, apologies to our YouTube channel. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. Alice is not testing Bastion. It's not even yeah. just that, I just didn't have that much information, you know? Yeah. I mean, even without that much information, like, the fact that the 5k isn't once per turn... And, you know, compared to Hour of Holy Judgment, this doesn't lose you any cards, because you were probably going to call the grade 3 you called with his skill anyways. So it's just a straight plus. Yeah. Like, this card is ridiculous for everything that it does. Indeed. But, you know, moving on to significantly less ridiculous. I was going to say. Hexa Orb yeah. Sorceress. Also a great... This is our alternate boss, so this is also a grade 3. And all of them have Persona Rides, so I'm going to stop reading that part. I know. Uh, auto Vanguard Circle. When your Drive Check reveals a trigger unit, choose one of your rear guards, give it power plus 10,000 until end of turn, so just double trigger power. Mm -hmm. And then act once per turn. If you Persona Road this turn, you can Counter Blast 1, Soul Blast 1. Reveal a critical or front trigger from your hand, put it on top of your deck, and it gets Drive plus 1 until end of turn. Right. This card is just 
I feel like of all of the bosses that we've seen so far, this is probably the one that's going to die the fastest. Like, the fact that the more impactful skill is locked completely behind Persona writing compared to, like, Magnolia, where you still get half of the skill at least, I think is going to kill this card in the long term because... The deck has a bunch of other problems, too, with, like, getting resources, but just fundamentally having to find more copies of this card with not a ton of advantage, especially right now, is absolutely terrible. So it was already kind of a gamble deck to begin with because you need... Dra you will probably need multiple triggers even on your Persona Ride turn to make enough of an impact, but then you have to gamble even more just finding a copy of it, so... There's just so much wrong with this card. I kinda hate it. Here's how you, here's how you fix this card. Uh, for that first effect, uh, have you draw a card and give something 10k. It's not that broken, mm. believe me. Second... I mean... And for mm. the second thing, it should be, instead of just put a thing on top and you get an extra drive, draw two cards and then put a card on top of your deck. See, that's the thing that. is, I don't... Eh, I feel, that might go a bit too far, because, like, we did see with the beginning of uh, V-Era that OTT was very strong because it could gain a bunch of advantage while decks were still really slow, so... I don't necessarily have a problem with how the skills are structured. I have a problem with you only do things when you Persona ride, so if you don't, your deck just doesn't function... Yeah, it's a definitely a turn. So it's a turn four deck, and you can argue whether it's more or less powerful than Bruce. Um, mm -hmm. I think like so you it's a not only do you need to find a persona right, also you also need to find a crit, which is less of a problem because you can play lots of those. Um, but mm -hmm. like, and you need to find you know and, and appro enough appropriate regards to make it valuable. Uh, I think yeah. the Hexorb is actually I think it's better than cards like Eugene. Uh, in its current state, I think it's better than cards like um, Magnolia, and I think it's. I, I even think it's better than the, uh, uh, the Prism deck personally. Um, I, mm. I I do I do think it is a slow turn four deck, but I do think it's turn four if you find a crit and another Hexorb is very very powerful. Yeah, that's the thing is like I feel like even with the Persona ride, I want multiple triggers for the turn four to actually feel good. Just oh, uh, that can be fair. You're I don't know. Um, like, when I was testing it, I just... There were many times where I didn't Persona Ride, and this deck felt absolutely terrible. Oh, yeah, if you and, miss Persona Ride, the deck's unplayable. And that even, like, when the deck is functioning the way I wanted to, there were times where I felt like, because I didn't see enough triggers, or is that the deck didn't really function that well either, so... I don't know, it just feels like a massive gamble deck with a lot of fundamental problems. Yeah. That's fair. Like I might like I'm personally ranking this as the worst boss, not just because of like its current performance, but I also think that in order to fix a lot of those flaws, they would need so much you might as well just make a new boss. Interesting. Alright. Interesting. Anything else to add before I uh I got nothing else on that one. Nope. Alright, so uh, we got uh, for Stoikea, uh, Mysterious Rain Spiritualist Zorga. 
so 13k. Uh, on Van, when you would play a normal order, you can bind a normal order with a different name from your drop zone and Alchemagic, which means you combine the costs and add the effects to the back. Um, so Whatever can, that means. So uh, at the end. You just double up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, also act on Van once per turn. You can counterblast one, choose a card from your drop zone, call it to rear. So uh, this thing is the better of the, of the two Stoikea decks from what I hear from, I don't know, everybody. Yep. Um, because getting a plus every turn is good. Uh Having to counterblast for it seems like a bit of a problem because a lot of your orders cost stuff. Yep. But yeah. uh, eh, I don't think it's that big a deal. Most of them cost soul. A couple yeah, but of the them... one you want to spam costs a counterblast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because um, like though I think what's powerful about Zorga is that the columns he makes are absolutely gigantic. Yes. yes. It's these. And the thing holding him back is that he has three attacks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes inconsistent. Like, it, there's sometimes where you just, like, can't find the orders you need or don't find enough of them or yeah. some other nonsense. And, like, the deck building is kind of weird because you do need a bunch of orders in the deck, so I feel like there's a lot going on with this deck that makes it difficult to play. Yeah, but I think the deck is actually quite good. I think, like, it is on the cusp of being, like, up there with things like Bruce... Uh, Bastion Byrena. I think, much like uh, his aesthetic uh, implies, it is going to be a deck that's going to be difficult to pilot, but is incredibly rewarding for doing so correctly. Oh, it is sick. Grand Blue has a rich history of this deck is super annoying to play, but if you figure that's it out, that's not true. What? It's only in Giera. <laughs> not just cool. Giera, like any anything involving multi-attacking Grand Blue. Well, Grand Blue didn't exist until Giera. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> but when he so says exists, G- he means the matte version of exists, which is it didn't matter until. <laughs> no, no. Grand Blue was in a special place of not existing prior to Giera. You don't got to tell me; it was my first land. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Mega Colony pre-Giera. Kind of. Well, because most of its actually, effects... it might have been worse. Well, because the problem was most of the call effects before G-Era were these, like, oh, you retire a unit to call a different one. And I'm like, cool, where's the plussing exactly? They're like, oh, there's not any. You just... You like, play oh. uh, Cocoidus Reverse, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get chain locked into a bunch of stuff. Meanwhile, you know, by the, by the time you get to, like, G and V-Era, then it starts getting into these, like, wacky multi-attack stuff where you have to take into account what you're putting in your drop zone, what you're calling out of your drop zone, what to call yeah. over, you know. Um, I think eventually this is going to get there, but in the meantime, it's all about resource management. But those resources can get you pluses, so yeah. that's Also, good. like, this one has an extra problem of, like, deck building being another hurdle you'll probably have to overcome. Yeah, this isn't really something you can net deck and be like, all right, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm staring at this next card, and I just hate looking at it. Oh. What, Sylvan Horn, Horned Beast Gunosla? Uh, Gunosla, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's how yeah. I pronounced it. This thing Yeah, lo- this card, it looks horrible. Yeah, it, it's like half bear, half deer, half diabetes. And 
the pollen is just in the exact right place to, for it to have glow nipples. Hell yeah. Well, not even the glow nipples. It's offending me because I am, like, getting hella allergy uh, allergies this time of year. Fuck you, Sylvan Armies. Oh, my God. Okay, speaking of glow nipples, uh, patreon.com slash nexus at night. I'm not going to explain the context. So, uh, grade two uh, for um, for Stoikea. In, it's an auto effect in the back row rearguard circle. When it attacks, you can counterblast one, choose one of your other rearguards, and it gets this unit's power um, until the end of the turn. So you can, like, buff something uh, that's up. That's what I want out of Magnolia. More counterblasting. Yeah. Yeah. See, like I said in the like news video, this solves a problem that Magnolia has, which is that your columns can be kind of small, but then it just adds problems of oh boy, another thing that counter blasts. Yeah, it's uh... actually fucking incredible. <laughs> oh my god, why did I have to be a counter? I, I like a discard would have been nice. Yeah, I bet it would have. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, yeah. glow nipples. You uh, you really, really, really yeah. took the cake. Um, oh my God, uh, I think you just really hope you don't have to use the grade two double R that we'll get to later to call something on your first grade three ride. Oh, you know what's even worse? This is a triple R. I know. So that means those glow nipples are going to be shiny. Yeah. <laughs> SP yeah. glow nipples. Oh my God. Yeah. I think. But yeah, I think this is a card that you probably have to play and you're going to hate doing it. Oh yeah, for sure. Until we start getting some solid countercharging. Alright, well a card that nobody's going to hate playing. Mm, yeah. And the card that made me want to build Dragon Empire by itself. Virena Arcs. Grade uh. 2 10k overdress on Trickstar. When this unit is placed on rear, if it, it overdress... Counterblast one, draw two cards, and it gets five k until end of turn. Counterblast one, draw two is pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah. but it's a minus two because you overdress. You see, so it's literally <laughs> like, you know you're discarding a card. Counterblast one, draw two. Yeah, or something. I know. I'm just not that you got a trick star for free or something. I'm just turning phrase. <laughs> That's it. Discard is nuts. <laughs> I love it. This is exactly the nonsense I want to play. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who knows me and who's known me play card games knows that I love drawing cards. <laughs> and this card says draw two <laughs> for one counter blast, which I'm yeah. in for. You just hard mulligan for this in your opening hand, and then you just overdress it on the trick star you get for free. Yep. Uh, yeah, in some, in some matchups, probably. Yeah, and this is a card that I just once I saw this card, I knew I knew I was in on Dragon Empire. <laughs> this 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 was the card. It, it's very cool, and uh, I gotta say, you're right about like playing card games and drawing cards, like especially as a Yu-Gi-Oh player. Just mwah, feels nobody good. dislikes casting Pot of Greed. Yeah, <laughs> nobody does. Like you play that card, and you're like, this feels good. Yeah. <laughs> I always it's, love it's, getting more cards. Right. Yeah. Anything else to say about uh, that 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 their card there? No, no. It, this card uh, is ridiculous. It's a good card. Hell yeah. So the other double R is uh, Stealth Dragon Tensha Stead. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> look, I don't know. It has an auto on rear when this unit when the the attack this unit boosted hits anything. You can counter plus one, retire it, 
choose one of your Vanguard, search your deck for up to one card with the same name as that unit, reveal it, and put it in your hand, and shuffle your deck. So I assume this thing is supposed to look for Persona Ride things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is pretty neat. Uh, it's a little slow, but and it costs a counter blast, which I'm not a fan of. But I guess it uh, it needs to hit. Mm-hmm. But eh, it's pretty whatever. I'm kind of like pretty whatevs on this card. I yeah. think I think that's just the thing they're gonna do in early sets is on hit effects, and then those turn into post battle effects later. So, oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm not like. I don't need this card to be there, but it is a card that exists. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like Persona writing is very nice, especially for Eugene, where your columns are terrible. Uh, not sure if all the hoops you have to jump through is ultimately worth it. You are losing a lot of resources for getting this card to go off. Yep. And then there's a uh, and. Oh, anybody else say about this, uh, this, this, this doodly? Uh, I honestly didn't realize that this was the tr- the double R for Dragon Empire, aside from yeah. arcs. I don't have any either. Alright, so there's also an over-trigger, which is just Dragon Veda, which, uh, says when you check it, stay in your Vanguard. Um, yeah. Yeah, we've, uh, t- we've talked enough about over-triggers, you know what yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Can't yeah, believe yeah. that this is the weakest over-trigger. It's not the the... The Stokeo one is by a lot. I honestly, this is kind of spoiler, but I honestly think the Stokeo over trigger is worse than the Cray Elemental one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wouldn't know. I don't think I ever checked an over trigger on my drive check and at any point in testing. Look, man, all I'm saying is it's 50k shield, or you can soul charge it and be like really dumb. Uh, no, I take it on damage every time, and, like... Oh, that's fine. That stops their turn right there. Yeah. But there's just so many times where I'm like, you know, I would really like to, like, drive check this just once. Yeah, I bet you would. <laughs> the, um... Solemn Vanguard's video about over-triggers kind of, like, summed up our frustration with, uh... the concept of them in general being, um... Annoying. Very annoying that they can I just think sh- shut off a the turn. the people who defend it by saying things like, There's oh, it's not going to happen that often, that's kind of part of the problem, right? It's like you just have like this 3% of games that you just randomly lose due to no yeah. fault of anyone, due to no like fault or plays of anyone's. Like, imagine... It's to lose. Imagine like you're, you're playing, like you're playing a game of one-on-one with your friend, but... There's a one in forty chance that during that one-on-one game, someone will come up and knee you in the groin. God, yeah. Also, I, I just can't wait to lose in playing for top eight to an over trigger. It's going to be great. It's yeah. going to make me feel really happy that over triggers exist. Yeah, I mean, over triggers just as a concept aren't fun. <laughs> There's no situation where you see an over trigger and you're like, "Yep, I am really enjoying myself right now." Because <laughs> yeah. like, if you draw it take it on damage or soul charge it then it's just like man i really wish i can like drive check it and get this bonkers effect off and then if your opponent drive checks it on you you're just like god yeah like even even winning from it isn't fun yeah you know i mean it's like winning with a double crit it's like kind of fun the first time because hey you won and then 
after a while, it's like, you know, I would have liked to actually play the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, there's, like, that tainted thing where, like, you know, you get to the top eight and you won round three by double crediting the guy in a game you were probably going to lose otherwise. Mm-hmm. And, and that's always sitting on your shoulder being like, uh-huh. I see yeah. you, bitch. Like, it's not fun. <laughs> Hell, even if your opponent takes it on damage, it's like, oh, there goes my turn. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we'll knee you in the groin, random. <laughs> just... They're just not fun in any situation where you see them. You're either frustrated that you didn't drive check it, or you're annoyed that your opponent saw it. So yeah. Moving on to cars that are fun, we have Upward Acrobat Marjorie. So she's grade 3, 13k. Auto rearguard circle once per turn. When this unit attacks, if you're in final rush, you can put another rearguard into your soul, draw a card, soul charge one, and it gets power plus 10,000 until end of turn. God, what a card. I like her. I really like this card. Yeah, it's sick. The art's like, good cool. finishing. Good finishing attack on your uh, Persona mm-hmm. Ride turn. Just absolutely massive. Like it, ne- it nets you a lot of soul, so you don't have to play Brother's Soul. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can like attack with it boosted, then eat the booster later on, and it's large for both attacks. Mm-hmm. This card's just great, and it's got nice art. Yeah, it's Pale Moon esque. I'm always sweet. a fan of that. This card's safe. Yeah. Great card, A+. Yep. Uh, anything else anyone has to say about that? Nope. <laughs> Alright, we have Steam Battler Gun Gunnerum. What a name. Uh, this one's a grade 1 AK. When placed on Rearguard Circle, Soul Charge 1. And then Rearguard Act once per turn, you can Soul Blast 3 draw a card. Who's this for? Uh... Probably Bruce. I think you can have... I think if you're really tight about your soul management, you could probably afford to use it once or twice. I mean, you're probably just using it for the soul charge part, right? <laughs> oh, Borrow uh, Magnus. Yeah, Borrow Magnus, you have to play this reluctantly to get soul. God. <laughs> My God. Yeah, I think you can make this work in Bruce. <sighs> I don't even know who this is for, honestly. This, My... this card just feels like it's like for a different deck that's neither the two that were printed. Yeah. My favorite thing about this card's art is that I know it's like a machine gun type thing that he's got, but it looks like a giant lipstick, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I, you're an autumn. <laughs> and then we have the overtrigger. We have talked so much about this. Yeah, in particular. This is the one you want to check early in, as early in the game as possible so that you have crit pressure all the time. And it's going to feel really bad if you see it. Mm. Checks out. Yep. It, it, it got into... What was it? Was it the semifinals or the finals of the March Madness bracket? I don't remember. Semifinals, because it lost to the the Cater one. And then yeah. Cater, Cater lost to Brad Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So. Brankate one is sick, uh, yeah. but unfortunately it's Brankate. <laughs> and, and speaking of Brankate... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we have Hyperspeed Robo, uh, Shovel Stud. Uh, yeah, whatever these names are. Uh, act on rear, uh, Counter Blast 1, Soul Blast 1, choose one of your opponent's rear guards and imprison in your prison, and then if three or more cards are in your imprison, you're in prison, you draw a card. Okay, see, that's advantage at least. Yeah, yeah, so you can go, like, Counter Blast yeah. 2, Soul Blast 2... 
activate uh what seraph snow activate this guy mm -hmm. draw a card drive plus one plus 10k power on snow too assuming See, you have three like... targets yeah which you probably will like ride chain mm -hmm. uh imprisons one from hand so you... I think you can consistently imprison three every turn to maintain your advantage. The problem is, like, you don't have a way to win. Right. You just have a lot of ways to not lose. So, yeah, this card's fine. Uh, the cost kind of gets up there, but... That's why we have this other card. Detonation Mutant Bobble Mine? <laughs> Looks like yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, at the so it has, it's an auto on it's a grade one an auto on rigor at the end of the battle this unit boosted if your order zone has a set order either a prison or a dark knight uh, you can put this into your soul and counter charge one so it kind of refunds the cost of either of the cards we just mentioned yeah and helps Orphis with its horrible resource problems I like this card I like that the kaiju's are kind of back yeah me yeah too. I like the kaiju's in <laughs> dimension place like a kaiju made out of infrared scopes <laughs> the um because this works in both prison and uh orifice, right yeah uh -huh. yeah because the prison is an order right right yeah right. yeah no. so that's just brant gates thing is set orders but like i like that they found a way to make this card relevant for both decks which we haven't really seen in this set mm. otherwise most of the time it's just been like either incidental or not related at all. Mm-hmm. This one looks like it was made for both. And so. then there's the Brand Gate Over Trigger, which we already all said was the best one. It's the best one. <laughs> yeah. It's unfortunate that it's in Brand Gate, but who cares because it's an Over Trigger. <laughs> yeah. You're probably... You're either going to win or gain such a significant advantage Look. that the game is very hard to lose. I said it before and I'll say it again. Even the worst Over Trigger is nutty. Yeah. Alright, so let's just move on to Keter Sanctuary then. Hell uh yeah. Night of Night of War Damage Fossid. That is so a it sweet is a grade, name. It's war damage. It is a grade three because Bastion. Yeah. And uh continuous, it cannot be chosen by your opponent's card effects, rip prison. And then when this unit's attack hits, counter charge soul charge one. God why? <laughs> hey. Hey, you know what Bastion needed? Ways to manage its resource costs. Why could it have resist? <laughs> Who knows? Why does Bastion just get all the nice things? I don't know. Like, <laughs> because there's still that one card designer guy from the first team. When, I was, the when second this card team. was revealed, all I could do was roll my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I was look, like, uh, come on. <laughs> Hey, look, another thing that makes Bastion more consistent. It was so stupid. It doesn't even matter that it's a non-hit, because you can just restand it with Bastion and try again. Yep. Eater <laughs> like, Sanctuary is just so ridiculous. So to get rid of this thing, which is going to be a massive like pain in your ass as the opponent... You either have to start attacking it, which ew, uh -huh. or you have to have like non-targeting removal, which that's we don't not... have right now. Exactly. The smashing ground target. Does <laughs> uh... <laughs> pot of greed target? No. Uh, yeah. Target me. Mm -hmm. 
And then we have a much worse card, Painkiller Angel. It's a grade one. So at the end of the battle, it boosted Soul Blast 1, retire it, draw a card. I, I really wish it didn't retire itself. I would love to just draw cards consequence-free for Hexa Orb. <sighs> yeah, this card's fine. It's whatever. It's mostly bad. I don't care, honestly. Yeah. This card's bad. What if it put itself in Soul? So it was like a wash on that end. Uh, uh, yeah, that'd be neat. I think both decks need Soul. Yeah, if it I put itself it... in the Soul, that'd be fine. I also still don't think it's good. Yeah, I mean, I feel hilarious. like I would... I would reluctantly play it in Hexa Orb to dig for, deeper into the deck for Persona Rides, and that's about it. I think, Bastion, you just don't play Grade 1s. Because you can. Because, uh... Yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. Because that's a thing. Yeah. And then the over-trigger is ridiculous, like all of them are. Mm -hmm. I love casually gaining six cards in a turn. Um, alright, so for Stoikeo, we have Inheritance Maiden uh, Hendrina. It's uh, grade two. Uh, auto, when it's placed on rear, you may discard three cards from the top of your deck. So you can try and kickstart that, uh, the drop zone for the Alchemagic stuff. And then also act on rare, you can retire her until the end of the turn. The next time you would uh, play an order as Alchemagic, you do not have to pay all Soul Blast from that cost. It's quite yeah, good. Yeah, sweet. Yeah. This card's really good. This, yeah. This card, like, single-handedly fixed the initial problem with Zorga, which was, like, where the hell are you getting all the soul from? Yeah, now it's, it's also just you don't have to wild pay. to me that this is a Zorga card and is, like, very bright and yellow. And Neo yeah, Nectar, right? yes. Uh... Ocean Man is very purple and gloomy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like a, like a sitcom, you know? One's purple and gloomy, the other's yellow and bright. When you get them together, <laughs> hold on to your sides. Please stop. <laughs> Uh, then we have Spurring Maiden uh, Elenia, which, again, Neo Nectar looking card. Uh, it's a grade 2 10k. When placed on rear from hand, you counterblast, soul blast, choose a grade 2 or less from your drop, call it to rear, and it gets plus 5k until end of turn. On the other hand, this card I would not play. For Zorga? For, for anything. Well, no, definitely not for Zorga. Once again, you probably have to play it in Magnolia because. Board. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, Zorga is going to not do that. Because Zorga has orders to play mm -hmm. over this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. definitely. This card is, like, nice for getting back cards you lost to the ride deck, and that's about it. Mm -hmm. Which is actually a problem for Magnolia, because you don't draw cards. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be, like, an 8-draw deck, assuming that's a thing? And, uh... it, that is definitely a thing. That is probably something I'm going to have to test now. Because uh, they revealed that, like, you get a second set of front mm -hmm. draw yeah um mm -hmm. and then of course there is the, rest in peace front triggers yep then there is the uh the over trigger which once it whatever i'm done with this joke uh <laughs> it is the worst one it That's is all you need to it, do. it is the worst one but it's it still might nuts. be worse than the cray elemental one yeah <laughs> for zorga probably for magnolia actually honestly still yes because the cray <laughs> elemental because you can give 100 million power to Gnozla and have three things with 100 million power. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this it's actually might hilarious. be worse than the Cray Elemental one for so much. God. God damn it. Because, like, yeah. well, because the problem with, uh, what's it called, um, with Magnolia is the field isn't, like, 
normal for most decks, and then the Zorga one, the field is more normal, but like it's not really doing all that much pressure-wise. You're like, oh, right. So it's uh, you're you're caught between a rock and a suck place. Now uh, we've come to the end of the double R's, which means we are now into any commons or rares that interest us. Um, all of the ones that I've picked out are uh, are orders. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'd hope so. Well, <laughs> yeah. I think well, there's we can one bring for up Peter the matters, right? Yeah. Uh, not sure. I mean, I know that Keter has a whole bunch of grade 3s that fix even more problems. Oh, yeah, I'm trying to find it, and I can't. I'm uh, dumb. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, go on. <laughs> no, not... Uh, it's not Solaria. Where is the... <laughs> Where is the grade 3 angel lady? Here, I, I got mine pulled up. Act- I'll just go first. Um, All right, yeah, okay. go first. So there, there's uh, the Cursed Soul Riddles in Agony. It's a uh, grade three order, normal order. So you uh, play this with Soul Blast 2. Now, if you had the uh, the Flower Lady, that means you don't soul pay anything. Uh, you look at four cards from the top of your deck, choose up to one unit card from among them, call it to rear, and discard the rest. If it is uh, a part of Alchemagic, call up to two cards on rear instead of one, and all... The units called with this order get plus five k till end of turn. So this what is was that? which order was that? Sorry, uh, the cursed soul riddles and agony. This is basically enchanting fitting room meets, mm. you know, mm-hmm. gold paladin. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I think all of the orders for Zorga are pretty good. Oh yeah, like uh, grief, despair, and rejection, which is not my nickname in high school, contrary to popular belief. Um, so, another grade 3, you uh, play it with Counterblast 1. Uh, if your Vanguard is uh, Zorga, choose three of your units, and they get plus 10k until end of turn. Mm-hmm. This is the single most important order in Zorga, in my opinion. Because it's Counterblast yep. and not a Soul Blast? Or... Not only could that, but it also gives 30k power. Yeah. Yes. The... You can do, you, so what you, you do is, is you can give, like, 10k to a unit, 10k to a booster, probably a fucking Mantis guy who's given plus 5k could you call him that turn mm-hmm. and plus 10k to the other column mm-hmm. yeah. so you have these huge side columns yeah because yep. you're you're either doing like a, a persona ride type thing or you're doing like an l shape right mm-hmm. yeah um and then the last one i picked out was a spiritual body condensation sation 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 uh this one's a grade one Order, which means you can play this turn one if you like. Uh, mm-hmm. You soul blast. You play with the soul blast. Choose a card f- uh, with grade equal or less than your vanguard from your drop. Call it to rear, and it gets plus five k. So not super crazy, but it, it, it's better than what's your face with the whip. Um. Yeah. Although I will say that like the grade two is a unit on board where this is a card trade. That doesn't matter very much for Zorga because you can Alka Magic with it. I feel like mm-hmm. you're already behind an advantage with Magnolia, anyways. You're probably better off with the Grade Two, and being able to keep a unit on your board. You would rather have the legs than the uh, the cheaper cost. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm. It really feels bad reading all this. Um. Yeah, that's awesome. This is another like super super important order for this deck too. Mm-hmm. Just because Although I, I see that's the thing is like all the orders are important. Yeah, there's a lot of very good orders for um Stokea. for Stoke for Stokea and because it's all order based for the um uh for what's his name 
Yeah. Sort of. You want to make sure you have kind of all of the uh, all the options to play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, is that the last order you're going to read? Uh, that's the last order. I have unit stuff, but I'm going to let you guys take a turn and then come back. All right. Uh, well, I don't have very much, but I do think you missed a couple orders for um, Stokea that I think are notable. Okay. Uh, I think Tearing Malice is one. Uh, it's not a card you're going to play very many of, but you might play like one of it. Uh, it's the Retire Two Regards, draw a card, put this card to your soul, and counter charge one. Mm. It is a pretty heavy cost, but it does give back resources. And mm-hmm. for cards that you might not, um, you know, you, you might be kind of whatever on otherwise. The other yeah. card that I think you that I think uh, is really important that you didn't talk about was actually a Blitz order, um, ah. called Ghost Chase, uh, which is a grade two Blitz order. It's a common. You choose one of your units, and that card gets power plus five, and it gets power plus five thousand. Then you choose one of your regards that is not being attacked and return it to your hand. That's cool. So, so yeah, like, yeah, I really like this order. It's I, like super neat, and it gets back your on play skills. Yeah, I just think that's kind of a small thing that you that you missed. Uh, I think Ghost Chase is probably more important than the other one. Uh, yeah, just because, right. like, that's a very unique effect to be able to return one of your regards that's not being attacked to your hand. Well, it's not even just that. It could be, like, uh, like even in something like Magnolia, where you kind of drop your hand for offense, you can bounce something back in, in the back row, maybe, and then use that for guard mm-hmm. if you have to. Like, there's a lot of uses for this. And you're right. I did miss it. I'm sorry. Um, no, it's not, no, no, that's why, that's why I wanted to bring it up since, uh, since, since you were talking about it. Mm-hmm. So while we're on the order thing, can I go ahead and read my uh, the dumb orders for Orphist? Yes, go for sure. it. Okay, so there's a grade two order, Howling, Hollowing Moonlit Night, which is a red a wolf. But I, I almost said Howling because it's a wolf staring at a red moon. Right. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, it's a set order. You play with Soul Blast one, and when it's placed in the order, then you draw a card, and then like basically if you have two cards, you get Abyssal Dark Knight. If you have one card, it's Dark Knight. Uh, it doesn't really do much. And the other one is a grade three one. That you still play it with Soul Blast One, but it's when it's put in the order zone, you pop an opponent's rear guard, and then has the same like uh, Dark Knight effects. Like I said, these don't do very much. Is kind of the problem, mm-hmm. and, but you have to kind of find two of them. Yeah, and then and like the co- the benefit of drawing a card is negated by the fact that you're playing orders in your deck. So like sometimes things will just go wrong, and you can't guard. Yep. But I'm done with the words. Alright. Uh, well, for Keter stuff, I have actual analyst Kokaviel. So, if you're Vanguard is Apex Ruler Bastion, they get shield plus 5,000 for every two grade 3 units, including itself. Ugh. So, you know, if you have a board full of grade 3s, which is very likely, just casual 15k shield. Because Bastion needed those, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I this is a card I'm not sure you're going to play, but it is interesting. Like Remission Sword Fanuel, so it is also a grade three. All of your guards are gold one as attack. If you have three or more grade three units, which includes itself and your vanguard, uh, counterblast two, and this unit gets critical plus one until end of turn. I don't even know if you're gonna play this because it kind of makes small numbers, but it is a crit. Fair. Any other ones? Uh, I mean, I'm not sure if you play the order, but there is Shining Sword of Judgment that lets you Soul Blast a grade 3, choose one of your opponent's rear guard, 
and your opponent puts all rear guards in the same column as that rear guard. Oh, hey, look, non-targeting removal. Oh, that's this good. This is technically true. <laughs> not that you're probably not playing it. I, I, yeah, uh, probably that, not playing it. Is the last it. card you yeah, that's the last one I had. Okay, there's one more I wanted to read, and that's Divine Sister Lapista. Oh, you're this right. This card's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> it could be, you can really try to cheese the restand in Bastion. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is a great three. It doesn't need Hexor. <laughs> but the cost is very high. <laughs> yes, it is. But it is kind of worth it if you have it. It is very meme. <laughs> Why it the is, hell not? Like, <laughs> it, is, it is not probably it's probably not the best build of Bastion, but it is the most hilarious build of Bastion. <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be like a more aggressive versus less aggressive build for. Uh, oh, who, but there's going to be a better one, and that's the one everyone should be playing. Yeah. Guess we'll find out. Dun, dun, dun. All right. You got some more cards, buddy. Uh, uh I got a couple, but did we actually oh, read what Lepisto did though? Oh, my bad. Uh, so it says that whenever your Vanguard... So it's a grade 3. Whenever your Vanguard checks a trigger unit, you can counterblast 2, restand it, and it gets plus 5,000 power. Yep. So you just dump this with Alden, and you just have a board that will very likely restand at least one thing, occasionally both, which will be hilarious. But it is Counterblast 2, and you already have lots of things to Counterblast 2 with in that deck, so... Mm -hmm. Kind of whatevs. Doesn't mean you're going to draw them all at once. There is the other Divine Sister. I'm trying to find it. Uh, oh. Divine Sister Fatiada is a grade 1, unfortunately, so that does make your deck less consistent. But when you reveal, when your Drive Track reveals a trigger, you can Soul Blast 2, Counter Charge 1. Though, uh, Bastion decks were playing a grade 1, though, right? Not that I remember which one that was. I think they might be testing this one, because none of the other grade ones are particularly worth it. No, I think it was one of the TD grade ones. Was it the was it just the Doggo that gained 5k? Because that's the only one I can think of. Oh, the yeah, the giant booster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah because it hits numbers or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would just play Fort in that case, because it's a great... Because it also gets boost. Or not, uh, not Fort, uh, Rooks. The grade two. Oh, it that, gets, oh, that might be it. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like a 15k booster. Oh, that's it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the 15 plus, you know, 23 or whatever is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I just when I was a, first testing it, I had four copies of Rooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just didn't remember which which idiot it was. Mm -hmm. It looks it looks like an old gold paladin grade one. Like the yeah. art. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, that's the doggo where you, like, Soul Blast 2 and it gains 5k and it's a 13k booster. Rooks is the grade 2 where if you have 3 or more grade yeah, 3 units, you get boost and plus 5k. Yep, that's the one right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they always play 4 of that card because that card's a huge booster. Yes, it is. Yeah, I like the deck with 4 Rooks. I might go with that over the uh, Divine Sister one. Fair enough. Um... Uh... Let's see. I got three more cards. All right. Okay. So, I believe you. <laughs> Rancor Chain uh, for Stoikea 8K Grade 1. Um, so act on Van, you Soul Blast 1, draw 2, choose an order card from your hand and discard. If it, if you did not discard, you discard two cards instead. 
So, um, so it like helps you cycle and set up Alka Magic on that first turn, and then also in rare if you played an order, ten k booster for the turn. So hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah, not bad. Um, I got proto, yeah. I got proto bulb dragon for dark states. Uh, on rear, eight k grade one. Uh, when it attacks or boosts, if you are in final rush. You counterblast one, put another rear guard into your soul, choose a card from your soul, and put it into your hand. So, kind of like, uh, what's your name from earlier? Yeah. Mm. This card is pretty neat. Yeah. It's a way of recycling Fist Colossus if you decide to play that. Oh Grab that over-trigger, soul-charged. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can, technically. Um, and then Crawl You Insects, which, fucking dumbest name for an order, but I... Uh, Grade 3, you counterblast to play it. You get a soul charge, choose one of your units, gets plus 10k to lend a turn for every 5 cards in your soul. And then if you have 10 or more in, uh, in soul after doing that, you draw a card. This card might be unplayable because you can only play one order a turn, and my consistent experience was I have this and Brother Soul, and I would much rather have Brother Soul in that situation because it says soul charge 2. Oh, really? Damn. God, I keep forgetting you can only play one order for yeah. a turn. Yeah, and also it's a counterblast, and the deck already counterblasts quite a bit because of you need to counterblast for Borrow Magnus's skill, and you probably counterblasted for what's his fate, uh, Electro Spartan. So oh. the only soul charging you have is if you already have ten soul. All right, well, there's one more card because Atlas didn't read the card that I thought he would. Oh my god! Uh, mm -hmm. Collusion Mutant Admantis. The one that just oh, gives five yeah. k on play. Yeah, yes. it's on play. That card is actually very important in both decks because it's big. That card is on place from anywhere, dum-dum. Yeah. Yeah, and? You Even fish it the... out with your calling from drop, you just or you bounce it to your hand with ghost chase, or you, you call it from your hand. Yeah, like, repeatedly, it's free power. Yeah. <laughs> like, even in... Magnolia, you need this because that's the only way you're gonna break twenty uh twenty eight k on a column. Mm -hmm. God, this card's sick. It's weird that yep. like this is the we're like this is so interesting <laughs> and it's like an on play or something five k. Yeah, so this... it, but it's 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 like it's the environment around it, right? Yeah, yeah. Have you guys ever this watched card is like the li like, in my testing, this card is honestly, like, the linchpin of Magnolia being, like, medium minus. Wow. <laughs> this, card is this is the good. only way I can get, like, two large columns on my first grade three ride. Otherwise, I have nothing. And then, they just played the most okay index. <laughs> it, it's like, uh, what's it called? The, like, Magic Colony is like, oh, I'm, now I'm the good card in the deck who's fucking complaining about Magic Colony now. Bitch, like... Um, I feel like we missed something. Oh, we did. And uh, and, and well, you're like the the thing about um, it's the environment. Have you guys ever watched um, Solar Opposites on Hulu? No. So it, it's a sh it's a show uh, by Justin Roiland, and it's about these aliens living on Earth. And one of the aliens has a shrink ray, and he keeps shrinking down uh, people in on Earth who piss him off, and he puts them in this little terrarium in his wall. And there's an entire subplot of just the humans trying to survive and, like, they're, you know, the size of an acorn and they're, you know, making houses out of, like, nerds' boxes and stuff. So it's kind of like that, where 
Because you're tiny, everything around you is huge. Interesting. Yeah, sorry. What was the uh, the last card? Oh, no, I was, it was just right chain stuff. We've already talked yeah. about most. So. Mm. The right chains are all pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. No. The Zorga right chain is especially very good. So. Yes, it is. But I do, uh, I, mention... I do recommend checking out Zorga. I think the deck's super cool. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, I think it's uh, the I think I think it, it's pretty fun, and then the orders are really sweet. Yeah, I want to mention Selfish Engraver for Dark States, which is a grade two. Uh, on hit, Soul Charge one. At the end of battle attack, if you have ten or more Soul, put into your Soul Counter Charge one. You probably need this in Borrow Magnus. Mm -hmm. Is it that girl from Persona Five the Royal? Yeah, kind of. Uh, <laughs> I just like that there's like a snake in the background that looks like it's about to eat the moon. I just want to I just want to upset some Persona fan somewhere. I'm sorry. Oh right, of course. Um, so I guess uh, we we asked what we ask uh, every set review, which is who wins, who loses. Bastion uh, by a I, mile. I think uh, I don't think it's by a mile. I think uh, Keter Sanctuary wins quite a bit. I think uh, Dragon Empire is kind of next rolling up. And uh, I think those are really the two that are uh, that kind of stand out to me in the set is uh, Keter and specifically the Nirvana arc of Dragon Empire. Because it seems like the like Keter has the the best deck and the worst deck. I don't I, I don't even <laughs> think Hexwolf is the worst deck. Is my point. <laughs> you don't think what is the worst deck? Sorry, I don't think I don't think Hexorb is the worst deck. Yeah, I think I kind of disagree, but like, I actually think Eugene is the worst deck coming out of this. I just think oh Hexorb sure is pretty low. I, I think it's Eugene Magnolia are like the worst two. Eh, not a hundred percent sure. I agree. He uh, like I've been playing with Magnolia. Magnolia. I think the fact that Magnolia needs Counterblast two to play the game is uh pretty bad. Yeah. Like, I honestly think Magnolia might have a higher ceiling than, what's his face, Orphist. Yeah. That one also yeah, needs to How often is that ceiling achievable? Uh, moderately consistently. Like, I started playing the TD card that gains 5k plus the Mantis that also gives 5k. So, you know, first turn I can have, like, two decently sized columns. The only problem is Gunozla is tiny. Yeah. But, like... I still think that turn is ultimately better than an Orphist first turn because if you don't get one of your cards that gain power, your columns are only like 25. And right. then uh, Magnolia also makes four attacks. So I think Magnolia is ever so slightly higher than Orphist just based on my experience with the decks. I do think Orphist is pretty bad. I think the Prism deck is pretty unplayable, actually. Uh... Yeah. Like I'm not even. It, it might have some good matchups here and there. Like it's probably pretty good against like things like Magnolia, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think that's the only thing saving prison right now is that it plays well into Magnolia. But like, if nobody's playing Magnolia, there's no reason to play prison. And like the decks that you're worried about are probably Bastion and Dragon Empire, who are pretty resilient to prison to begin with. Yeah. So and yeah, so I don't know. I don't really see... I think Prison is kind of fundamentally flawed, at, at least in its current iteration. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of the big loser is Brent Gate out of the set. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Like, I think Zorga got enough cards to make him a pretty good contender, and I don't think Magnolia is quite as bad as other people are saying, so 
feel like Stoichea managed to get itself just into the range of playable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I think I think Zorga is quite good. I mm-hmm. think so. Four out of the five nations have I think what are good decks. Yeah, and Brank Eight just lacks that. Yep. Uh, so Brank Eight falls short here. Uh, the other four nations all have a playable deck. Uh, it sucks that Brankate has a lot of people who really like that character. I think she's pretty annoying, but that's just me. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, Donji's the best. That's all you need to know. Yeah. And Bruce is a pretty sweet deck. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And uh, Yeah, I'm... so I'll be building Bruce Dragon Empire. Or Bruce Nirvana, maybe something else. I'm doing yeah, I'm go- Mad I'm going Bruce. in on Keter, even though I think Hexorb is awful. I still like playing the deck and like my, Bruce. Might build Bastion because I'll only need four Alden. Right. It's <laughs> probably gonna, it's probably going to be Bruce Mag, and I'm going to sit on Baromagus. So cheap if you're buying the TD though. Bastion. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, because your boss things in the TD. Any deck yeah. that like had a good TD boss, you're you're like. It's going to be so much easier just building that from the ground up. I say that now and watch Alden be like $30 somehow. Yeah. Oh, because they're going to be I'm kind of hoping people think Bastion is bad because of how slow it is. Maybe we'll get hype up Hexorb just so people will like look at that way. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, Even though I won't do that because that would be lying. We forget yeah. that we have hundreds of listeners every week and some people are like, you know, listening, so... Yeah. Hey, so you're saying I should have followed through my bad. Every, I'm just... Everyone go hype up Magnolia, please. <laughs> go hype up Magnolia, Eugene, Hexaorb, and Orphis. I think a lot of people are going to play Zorga just because he's hot, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's got that goth energy the Ocean Man does. Mm-hmm. Ocean Man. That, those abs. <laughs> I mean, like, it, I, I have to do another tier list with uh, him and... Uh, Altmile and all them. So Alex, every time the song Ocean Man is brought up, I say, Oh, that, is that the song from the SpongeBob movie? Yeah. Every single time that's what I say. Yeah. How does it's, that how does that it, work out for you? It usually makes them kinda mad. Yeah, understandable. Um <laughs> Master Troll, Matt Barber. Uh so yeah, thanks everybody for listening to a Nexus at Night. Uh we have a Patreon if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash nexus at night. Thanks to our $10 patrons, uh, Darren and Cole. Uh, if you donate 5 bucks or more a month, you get access to a whole-ass bonus show every week, plus early access to our YouTube videos and a oh. uh, whole bunch of other goodies. Um, and then uh, where can people find you guys out there? Find me on Twitter at Wiggums, 2 gs 2 Find me at Plasma Eclipse. He wants to play Monster Hunter so bad. He, he like took a I'm second. Playing in bed right now, <laughs> okay, you can find See, me. I'm at... at the rampage tutorial, and I'm just like, I cannot be bothered right now. <laughs> oh, you don't like balloons, tower defense? I don't think rampage is that bad, except when like the last monster just like just like goes straight for the gate and like ignores everything. It's annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram at Atlas Novak, or find the show at Nexus at Night in the same places. So until next time, I was Atlas. I'm still Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody. <laughs>